Hi everyone, welcome back to Casual Watch Talk. You're joined by Sam and Chris. Chris, how have you been? It's been a few weeks. A couple of weeks, yeah. Enjoying the summer. It's hot here, but we're deep into summer temperatures and vacations and and travel and coming back from travel. I guess a lot of people, most people I feel like did all their traveling in July and now they're just settled in for the summer. So kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been very hot here in Orlando, but uh, that's uh, power for the course. I mean, we knew that before we moved here. Yeah, yeah, it's been hot. Well, it's been kind of hot everywhere. So, but you know, it's August. Welcome to summer. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, should we kick it off? Um, we're going to cover some interesting news stories, and then we're also going to cover a video that TGV did. And also, we're going to talk about some interesting watches that are coming up for auction. And we're going to go over Rolex nicknames, and some of them I definitely didn't know. And the Rob Report did a really interesting article on it, so I think it's going to be a pretty fun show. But what well, shall I kick it off with? Uh, wristwatch check, because believe sure. it or not, I haven't taken it. I I haven't taken this off yet, and uh. nobody can see this. But I'm actually wearing a. I'm not calling it a smartwatch. I'm thinking it of as like an advanced digital watch. But it's it's a Garmin, but it's the one that is a, it's like an LCD screen. It's not the, uh, it's not a colorful screen. It's not got that. Okay. No GPS. No, it does have GPS on oh, it, but okay. the GPS is a additional feature that you you have to activate. It's not on all the time, but this basically, um, we've been going to the gym, so I've had it to monitor my heart rate, which is really interesting. Okay. And also it monitors my sleep and I've never had anything where I've monitored my sleep before. And okay. I don't know whether I'm having like awful sleep because my deep sleep is only an hour so i'm, I'm yeah the, the byproduct of this though is that I'm, i now feel like i have to wear it a lot of the time because i feel like it's, right. it's monitoring me right. and i need to get out of that habit because yeah. i'm either wearing this or the rolex and usually i'm wearing the rolex when i'm either going out somewhere or i'm on a live stream to show it right. off but this garmin i mean i'm even sleeping in it and i never ever used to sleep in watches it's, yeah it's 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 interesting because uh, you know we we talked a little bit on the live stream uh you this is sort of your first uh take with collecting all this data like steps and sleep and heart i had one i had like a i had a fitbit for a, a long time maybe gosh i want to say one of the early ones maybe eight eight almost plus years ago and uh yeah i got super addicted to the steps so it was like any sort of accidental exercise and like if you left that thing at home you know you weren't you weren't uh you weren't gonna uh beat anybody in the challenges you have like the daily challenges with your friends like that sort of stuff and you're like yeah hey, the ten thousand steps and uh but i did that and then i had a uh my band like mi band for a while that did the uh, uh heart heart rate monitoring and and i think i think the early heart rate monitoring wasn't good i think they've gotten a lot better uh over the last couple of years but like maybe four or five years ago the way those heartbeat sensors worked and i think the way they work now is it, so just have the led light on the bottom that that shines into yes, your skin does, yeah yeah, yeah. So what's uh so, like science tangent here, but super fascinating how those work is they they take sort of a a picture of the volume of blood going by the sensor, 
and then they determine your heart rate that so it's not like an electro so like the the apple watch with the actual like metal pins on it does a like an ekg sensor style one so it's like anyway so we could like nerd well, I've out had for the that. ones that go across your chest i've had the right. polar polar one yeah yeah exactly yeah. So that's a little. So I found that the accuracy of those, the EKG versions with the actual electrical signal, way more precise uh, versus the like che- cheaper. We you know shine an LED, but like I said, those sensors have gotten better. Uh, long story short, I was collecting all this data for years, and then I, I kind of like I just was like I can't. I, I like I don't know what I'm telling myself. I don't know what I don't know what trends I'm keeping. <laughs> It's funny because I did actually look for... Because G-Shock do have ones that have the advanced features on it. Just the Garmin ecosystem and the fact that they yeah. their portal is linked into everything else because we've got smart scales and uh, right, we've right, got yeah. um, the Apple Health or whatever as well right, on right. the phone. So it kind of all links in together. Fitbit used to talk to Google and then Google kind of just went on their own so now my like most uh android phones uh with with google just count my steps anyway so so i just if the phone my phone's in the pocket so it's sort of like so i replaced instead of wearing something i used to like just have a little belt clip kind of thing i didn't actually wear the wrist one too often yeah um and then i would i would still get so i still get my steps and i think that's enough for me but yeah all that data yeah it's interesting what you say because the um I have the watch going to time myself. I just actually came back from from the gym. It's uh, and I time the treadmill, and the treadmill's got the the grip that will do you. Mm-hmm. And and there is a slight difference. It's not oh, okay. like a huge difference. And I know yeah. these things are only for a guide, aren't they? But there is a there is a difference in heart rate. The the mach- the treadmill reads it slightly lower than what the I could see watch that. reads it. Yeah, your mileage may vary. <laughs> your heart rate, your heartbeat may vary. <laughs> Well, have you got a a wristwatch check or a watch uh, obsession? No, uh, no special wristwatch check. Wearing my usual, but uh, I watch obsession. We we uh, I mentioned it the other day, uh, and I'm super excited. The NH34 is popping up on eBay. Available. That is the Seiko Time Instruments GMT movement. Uh, so the, the date, five. yeah. So the date, so the Seiko Five day date looks like it's in the seventy-five, eighty-dollar price range, which is a little disappointing because it's like twice the price of the old NH thirty-fives. But I, you know what? I take that back because when I was buying those, those were forty bucks, forty-four dollars. So let's assume there was some inflation here over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, so. Still, though, you know, 20 extra bucks for uh, the GMT, that's fine. Um, but, I, yeah, super excited to see them. Uh, they're already popping up in microbrand watches as an option. I am trying to figure out an excuse to buy one. I think Jason <laughs> has, got a, has got a build sheet that he's... A dial and uh, a dial and case that he's uh, he's putting together for me. So there might be a uh, might be a, a Seiko mod live stream of coming up uh, in oh, the future really? here. But but uh, yeah, so looking for an excuse to get one. But yeah, basically, so day date with the with the GMT hand, and uh, I guess the the hand is a special. We figured out the size on the hand, a special size, but totally 
orderable from a you know reputable Esslinger is a is a is a company and and yeah. there are G, there are Seiko GMT hands available now on on eBay and and modern sites. I'm sure that's going to be yeah because there's not much competition, is there? You've got the ETA GMT and then the one that Fossil make the 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 movie yeah I, yeah I don't even know the Zodiac like use. I don't think yeah aftermarket yeah I don't think there's a Citizen I don't think there's a Miota there probably is a Miota GMT but I just I don't know if it's used that often yeah you know I, one thing I didn't know. I only found out this week, maybe you know this already, that Ronda make mechanical movements as well as the quartz ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so there's a new um, a new Crepes watch mm. that is being launched with an option of an ETA. Jason, uh, from the live stream, he's gone for the ETA version, but you can have it with a Ronda mechanical. And this is the first time I've ever heard of mm. Ronda making mechanical movements because you just automatically assume that they, when somebody says Ronda, that it's the yeah yeah right yeah 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 because it's a, they're they're known for the 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 super swiss quartz yeah yeah yeah, yeah interesting hmm. yeah and they make all sorts of i, I often would refer to ronda as not a, not necessarily a, you know oh it's it's a, ch- a cheaper watch has a ronda movement in it but when i researched that luminox video which did have a cheaper Lumin- uh, ronda mm-hmm. version in it but they actually do make high precision ones similar to eta uh, mm-hmm. ronda. so there's different mm-hmm. different calibers that they do uh, price yeah. ranges yeah different levels not and not you know ma- you know certainly mass produced but a known they're they are you know a known brand a, a reputable brand yeah absolutely absolutely well there's been some very interesting news stories coming up the one that i thought was quite interesting was that they're going to be selling daniel craig's actual watch from no time to die so they this was the one where Adrian at Bark and Jack made a quite an interesting point about the the they were having a moon swatch discussion. Which total tangent here? Did you see that Adrian broke his moon swatch? <laughs> no, I did not. I yeah, did not. one of the pushers <laughs> broke off it. Oh, just snapped off it. Yeah, oh, I would geez. highly encourage. Yeah, watch that video. Oh, I'll, go check I mean, that. I'll go check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah he makes amazing videos. Is it? He's actually going to super glue it back together, which I guess is one of the uh, the <laughs> benefits of it being uh, made of plastic. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, you're like, oh, all right. Well, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, the um, he made an interesting point about Omega that yeah, they had a win with the moons, but if you actually consider that they had two big hits during COVID, which was that their no time to die watch because no time to die was delayed basically two years the, the right. watch had already been out so they missed that kind of hype of right. hey you saw the film now buy the watch because the watch yeah. was already it was old news wasn't it by the time the yeah. film, film came out that's true yeah that's true and then also the olympics they missed that bounce from the olympics because all the tokyo 2020 watches oh, right. were out well yeah. because the games were obviously delayed as right. well so he made like an interesting point about that I don't know yeah. whether we'll ever see the figures on how much that impacted them, but apparently the Moon Swatch has helped, whether it's long term or temporarily, the steel version of the the Speedmasters. But well, it's certainly it's certainly driving up uh, eBay's uh, watch uh, percentages by by three uh, percent every every transaction. Yeah. So <laughs> there's some interesting fakes actually that have popped up. I've seen some interesting fake ones. Oh, really? The moon Swatch. Uh, fake Moon Swatch. I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. Wow, that didn't take too long. Jeez. No, no. They showed one on the. Uh, we were on a T, the T and Tickers live stream the other day with Dave from Scottish Good Watches, Lord. and we showed one, and you can tell Good straight. Lord. Well, 
you, we could tell straight away which was the right. fake one. But yeah, I think yeah, if yeah. you weren't an educated watch buyer, one, right. it, they did look quite similar. But right. because we know the Speedmaster so well, you could tell all that, you know, the lugs aren't quite yeah, right or whatever. Yeah, like, like, were... like a super bad flat Daytona with that, where that, like, fake Daytona where the hands don't move. You can just, like, look at me like, oh. Oh yeah, that's totally that's you know. Every now and again, you'll see someone posted on like uh, uh, Reddit watches, and they'll be like, "Hey, uh, is this Daytona worth anything?" And then it's just like, "That is a fake. That is a fake. That is a fake." That is a fake. Yeah, but this uh, on this Moon Swatch actually, it wasn't it wasn't yeah. far off. It, it wasn't, wasn't that far, okay. No, no yeah, it wasn't far interesting. off. Interesting. But um, right. yeah, so the Daniel Craig's actual worn watch is going up for auction. Interesting. So, and yeah. it is and is is an iconic part of a movie. We're going to talk about another watch in a bit that I think could have so played a big So you're part. the you're the I just caught up on you know it's funny. I just caught up on all the uh 007. I just I I I watched them like back to back. We uh binge watched them and now unfortunately for because I did that, I can't remember what happens in what movie. Because I like watch them consecutively, so I just don't know what was the one where he was getting where he where he 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 the watch was a pivotal point. He was like in the chair and he's getting the thing in the neck. Yeah, that like... was uh, Spectre. That yeah. was Spectre. Okay, where the, where the watch actually blows up. And... The, right, right, right. Okay, so that was where the watch blows up, and then for or it no sets time up an explosion. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, and for no time to die. What was the what was the uh, watch? I can't remember whether it did actually. Uh, it was in the film, but I can't remember whether it had. Yeah, if it had purpose. like a. Yeah, if it had any. Yeah, that uh, I'm sure somebody will correct us now. But yeah, no, normally I can remember the watches quite well because obviously Brosnan right. with his laser and the saw on the bezel. But yeah, I can't remember what it was in No Time to Die. But uh, the reason that I mention this watch is that. They're only estimating, it's actually a, I believe it's a Christie's auction. Yeah, it's a Christie's auction. It's called 60 Years of James Bond, and they're, they're auctioning off quite a few James Bond things, which is, it'd be quite interesting. So, but they're only estimating that this is going to go for eighteen to $24,000, which seems, I mean, the watch itself is nine. So an extra 10 grand for it arguably being the most iconic, film used right? version of that watch seems very low i i would expect that to go yeah way over yeah 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 i mean especially like what's what's cool about this is working actual early production omega seamaster worn by the actor right am i getting all that right so so this isn't a prop watch no, this is isn't a this isn't uh you know like this is like like actual like from Omega so that it's like so it's like either either the first run or like pre production or whatever. Yep. Which is that's I mean that's cool. I don't know if uh I don't know if I'd I don't know if I'd actually wear it, but I guess if the price if you got it for a decent price, but. It's yeah, it's a it's a, certainly a cool collector piece. They're uh, going to be auctioning off Aston Martin, and then the stunt boat from the world is not enough, which I think 
he races okay. down the Thames, Brosnan. Brosnan was one of my, my favorite James Bond. Right. But yeah, very, very interesting. So keep an eye out for that. The auction is going to be on September. The, this is a two-parter. So it's going to be, it's going to run. Sorry, it's not a two-parter. It's going to run from the September the 15th to October the 5th. I think it actually might be a two-parter as well. I think there's I think there's two auctions, but this one for the watch is running from September the fifteenth to October the fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's open to the public. The auction. All right. Well, next story that I thought was quite interesting was Rob Report did a story about twenty Rolex nicknames every watch collector should know, and I assumed, well, these are going to be quite easy to right. get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're going to be, and I would probably know a few, but in the title they actually put from Batman to Bart Simpson. Now I couldn't and right away, ever, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't ever remember. So I thought I would, I thought I would go through these, Chris, and see whether mm. whether you knew them. So the first one, easy one, is the Batman, which right. is the the blue and black GMT on the Oyster. Right. Yep, and and then the corresponding Batgirl, which is the right. same watch on the Jubilee. Jubilee. Yep. Easy to easy to identify. Mm-hmm. So the Bart, the next one they've got on here is what they're calling the Bart Simpson, which they're saying it's it's actually a vintage Rolex, the five five one three Submariners that were made in the early sixties. Okay. And the reason that they're called the Bart Simpson is because the crown, the Rolex crown, was printed in such a way to look like Bart Simpson's spiky hair, which. I've never heard that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a... I think a, that somebody wants that to be a thing. It's a stretch, yeah. isn't it? Because, it's a stretch. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and like, I think there should be, like, a time limit on, like, when the nickname... You know, because, like, I, I, I think with... I think The Simpsons, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Simpsons right. I feel like that's a lot later. Yeah, exactly. Like, versus the Bat... You know, versus the Batman, like, when the black and blue version ceramic came out, it was like, psh, yeah, of course we're going to call it that. You know what I mean? Like, it made sense. Like, Batman was around. It was, you know... Uh, it's a stretch. Okay. Okay. The next... I, I th- I, sorry, I thought you were going to say for the like yellow, <laughs> the yellow colored yeah, markers the or something. <laughs> yellow with the, the patina of the loom. Yeah, yeah, yeah something. Hmm. The next one is is one that I think most people know, which is the Rolex Bubble Back, which mm-hmm. was the early Oyster Perpetual models. Mm-hmm. I thought I never knew why they were called the Bubble Back until I saw one in person, and it's because the back case, the movement was designed in a way where they actually say an ovular case back but i would have said it was sort of convex yeah case back. okay another way to yeah another way to describe it for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and then we've got the this is the nickname of the dial so this is the buckley buckley dial which okay. is named after that famous rolex collector john buckley and it's called the buckley dial is basically a, a rolex uh date just i think it might be an op as well where it has roman numerals but the roman numerals are printed on the dial they're not um okay so it has applied. to be oh they're not okay so printed roman numerals okay okay that's uh, that feels uh probably true uh a bit inside a bit insider yes yeah, like I, would, it, I wouldn't expect anyone to know that. Uh, I wouldn't expect anyone who's been involved in Rolex watches for five years to know that one off the top of their head. 
Yeah, and I think I think it might have been Grand Calibre or one of the others actually sat down with John Buckley and it went all the way through it. I don't know if it was Hodinky. It might, I think it was actually yeah, uh, Marco yeah. at that um, sounds right. Grand yeah. Calibre. The next one's an easy one that everybody knows, which is the Coke, of yep. course, which is the GMT yep. with the black and red. Red and black, yep, yep. Easy. And then we have one called the Fat Lady, which is the GMT Master 2 called the Coke, but it said it featured a case that was 0.5 millimeter thicker than its predecessor in order to accommodate a new caliber, the 3085 movement. This particular reference has thus become known as the Fat Lady, but, but wait, or alternatively, but, the yeah. Sophia Loren, oh, in geez. reference to Italian actress's famous curves. It also includes a sapphire crystal, white at white gold hour surrounds an independent local hour setting making it the first truly modern gmt i never would have known that no yeah i i don't know so that that this only came out like four years ago right the one what is it the one one six no seven, this is six, a 1983 eight? reference oh okay so that's interesting because like okay so they well they they made them bigger four years ago when they changed the you know when the when they change the movement again so i i guess is the new new one <laughs> the, the the okay again inside all right i wouldn't have known that one mm. now this next one is the controversial one because they've called the left hand what? gmt they've called it the green lantern what oh yeah. geez I know which most people call i think uh, they either call it the sprite or the riddler but this mm-hmm. is the left-hander, the the black and green GMT that was released this year. Oh wow! I'm not sure how I feel yeah. about the Green Lantern. They've actually put that it's the other. It also has aliases: Green Lantern, the Sprite, or the Destro, Italian okay. for right hand, because left-handers are meant to wear their Destro sinister right hand. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's actually yeah in Italian, it's a, it's a sinister, his left hand. So Sinestro oh, right. is sinister. It's like super creepy. You're just like, oh, I see. So left-handed people are, oh, great. That's that's fun. <laughs> that's why nobody wants. That's why your parents are like, you you will write with your right hand, <laughs> even if yeah, you're left-handed. Didn't, didn't the Victorians tie the kids' hands? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's but still, we're only what at eleven? Like eleven? Is it eleven percent left-handedness or six? I'm I'm throwing science out. Uh so okay, left hand, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. The the Green Lantern. I I think I like the Riddler better. I like the Riddler better actually, and they haven't included yeah. that as a name. Next one, easy one, Hulk, which is the okay. the all green. Yep. Superior. And do they have the do they have the other version further? I won't give it away. Yeah, I'm not sure actually. Let's see. All right, let's let's go through. Okay, so we got the Hulk all green. Yeah. Oh, they do have it. Okay, good. Well, they, they that's a different one. That's that's yep. the uh, we'll get to that one, but. This one, which I only learned about the other day, is mm. the John Player Special, which is yeah. a Daytona, which is solid gold with a black exotic dial. It's the 6264 yeah. or the 6241. So, and yeah, named the John yeah. Player Special. So, so from racing, if you, said, if you said it was the John Player Special, I 100% would know you were talking about a gold watch with a black dial. Yep. And gold accents, like just from racing. So, this is this is uh, one of those insider ones that totally lines up 
so yeah i i i like it but <laughs> i didn't i don't know if i'd know that yeah there's also a seiko that is known as the john player special a seiko chronograph vintage seiko chronograph oh right and if anybody's yeah. not familiar uh, it's called the john player special because there was a, a uk-based cigarette brand called right. john the john player special yep. and they were it, their colors were black and gold and they used to pe- those they used to paint the race cars that they sponsored, yeah so didn't they? yeah so lotus in the 70s or 60s and 70s lotus uh, ran that livery the black black car john player special written on the side with either you know gold accents or like two gold stripes down the center of the car very iconic yeah they were not not to promote the cigarette industry but the, those mm-hmm. when i was a kid those were the iconic Mm-hmm. races though lotus next one another easy one the kermit which is the submariner with the black dial yep. and green yep. bezel uh, yep. obviously that that i that, yeah, yeah we were looking at the hulk and i and that's what i i was like oh they'll probably have the kermit and so that's those are the two i know they're green i think this one isn't isn't the updated version maybe they'll have it further down but i think the updated version of this might be called the starbucks they did a they did an updated version oh, okay. version of this. Okay, interesting. Another easy one yep. is the the Paul Newman, which we know yep. about, of course, which is the previous the tropical tropical dial, I think it was known as mm-hmm. uh, when it was bought, but very famous for Paul Newman, which is the date the vintage Daytona with the cream dial, black yeah. chronograph uh, markers. Yep. Uh, following on another easy one the pepsi which of course is the the gmt with the blue and red bezel which was originally that was the original way of the gmt when they made it for the pan am pilots all mm-hmm. oh, right yes yep yep They've and got... that and that that also translate like i i find that also translates over to over to seiko too i've heard that like yeah but people commonly call any they they, they call any dial where it's red and Blue, yeah don't they? much much more than coke i think but any red and yes. blue dial and seiko's got a lot of that and they'll be like and you'll like oh yeah it's it's the skx it's the pepsi skx or whatever you know so interesting <laughs> yeah absolutely the next one i think this is a bit of a cheat isn't it they're calling they just said the polar which is the explorer well, 2 with the white yeah. dial but polar dial yeah, is that its official people... name is that like is that it's rolex no name? no it's just uh, rolex uh or uh, Rolex Explorer 2 white dial is their name. See, yeah, see, it. I'd expand that and say, like, if someone said I have a polar dial Explorer, then I know exactly what you're talking about. So, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily, I would say polar dial, not polar, but okay. I see your point. Yeah, you wouldn't say the pol- Rolex polar. I mean, you, the would, polar. you would probably get it from there, wouldn't you? Probably, but then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah you, it's a bit of a tenuous link. And then the president which is the Rolex day date has become quirky known as the president. Typically, huh. this name was used by Rolex to donate the watch's bracelet, this special bracelet made specifically and only for the day date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, president, presidential, president bracelet. Now, when I think of this watch, uh, mo- I, most of them, I think, fluted bezel gold. I d- they have a picture of a, a silver gold or white gold silver or white it's gold one here or the plat oh <laughs> can't hide money uh so I yeah I wonder I you know when when if somebody says they have a a, a date you know president Rolex president day date I I think of gold but that's maybe because you know like Harry Truman and 
Well, well, they were. They, I think they were. They were gold, weren't they? they they're either, yeah. they're the precious metal ones, aren't they? I think it's platinum, mm-hmm. white gold, and then the okay. like you said the yellow gold. Yeah. I think okay. they, I think they might do a rose as well. Next one, another easy one, the root beer, yeah. which is the the GMT, which is the two tone rose gold with the brown and black bezel. I think the previous ones looked a bit more like actual root beer, the drink, yeah, didn't they? Because yeah, they yeah, like yeah, brown dial. I, I was gonna say, I think I think the whole line of that color scheme, not necessarily just the new one. Like a lot of these sort of mentioned, like the new version is called this, but I think with the root beer, much like the Pepsi and the Coke, you're just like, it's the it's the brown and gold or brown and rose gold here. Yeah, it's the bezel, yeah. Yeah. And then we've got the, we've got the, next up we've got the Smurf, mm. which is a white gold Submariner with blue bezel insert and either a blue or black dial the latter oh, being right. the newer watch yeah i've even heard i think i is it uh yeah like double like double smurf or blue because they came out with the blue dial with the blue bezel but only in white gold yes and this one this one is white every, gold as well yeah, and every time i see this invicta version i get excited and then I realize that the person does not have a $15,000 watch on their wrist. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think this, I'm sure I've heard this one called the Blueberry as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The double, yeah, the two, yeah, but, yeah, Blueberry, but versus the Smurf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have heard both. And yeah, once again, uh, can't hide money. And then they they have so they have actually put this they put the Starbucks which is the late 2020, 2020 Rolex introduced a new sub with a super case a green, uh, cerachrome bezel and black mm-hmm. dial so it's like the Kermit but with a ceramic bezel and this is what colloquially known as the Starbucks. Okay. Yeah, you know on on all of them I'll give them that one. <laughs> this is one that I didn't know was called the Steve McQueen. And this is the early, one of the very early Explorer 2s, which actually looks the spitting image of the Black Bay Pro now. The new Black Bay Pro took its inspiration from this. But I didn't realize this was, um, they called this one the Steve McQueen because I think he had a a day date as well that he wore. Yeah, he, he, yeah. And he was, he was such a watch guy. He wore so much stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I could tie multiple things to him you know yeah and his or, very, or, or, or as well yeah yeah or on the flip side i can i don't know if i could if i if someone says oh the steve mcqueen the steve mcqueen watch i i i okay of what how of whose watch of what of which one i'm sure they think they're talking about the monaco but we know better this is another cop out because this is this is all dials but this is the stellar dial which is a type okay. of exotic dial found on vintage day-date models from the 1970s. These dials yeah. were manufactured by a Swiss company called Stella and were actually referred to by Rolex as lacquered Stella dials made from color enamels. They're instantly recognizable and were supposedly mostly sold in Middle Eastern markets. Mm. Now, I think these are highly collectible because not only do they have bright dials, but I think they, they change color as well. Right. Um, based yeah, on there's, age. yeah. Yeah. Based on how they, they age. Yeah. Um, oh, so you're saying it's a cop-out because it, literally the company Stella made them. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're, oh, okay. They're, okay. It's a okay. Di- it's a ref like the Buckley dial one. It's not. Yeah. A, yeah. A nickname okay. of a specific watch. It's the... right. Yeah. I've definitely heard the Stella dials. And yeah. Yeah. And when the new color ones came out, that's what everybody was referring to, which is good. There were, you know, that that uh, inside inside reference. Well, that was super interesting. There was definitely yeah, that was, in there oh, that, so that was, that was funny. So no mention of uh, Tiffany. Yes. No yeah. mention of what's the um, uh, Adrian's got one. What's the store in in Britain that does the special? Yeah, the Harrods. The Harrods. Uh, that's a Tudor, though. That's that's. The oh, it's Tudor. Tudor. Oh, I thought that yeah. was Rolex. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So well, you've but, got uh, but the do- the Domino's one, which is the the Domino's right. logo dial. Yeah. Yep. Uh, date uh, just and yep. now they've got them on the. I think uh, I've heard somewhere that Domino still has that uh, connection. Yeah, because Rolex oh, yeah. don't do that anymore. They don't customize the, the oh, watches for specific things because they used to do them for all sorts, didn't they? Back yeah, in the day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's some they're like there's some Saudi Arabian stuff like the the uh uh yeah, there's some more there. So, eh, interesting. So, yeah, I think uh interesting selection. I as two watch nerds, we wouldn't know all of them for sure. Secondarily, I definitely think one or two of them is somebody hopes that we will call them that, but we won't because we're we're you know, we're uh <laughs> we're cheeky <laughs> cheeky about it. <laughs> Well, let's um, let's dive over to a video that TGV did, which quite interesting. It's linked to that new Ryan Gosling film, Grey Man. Mm. Have you have you seen that yet? It's a Netflix. I one. I actually watched that last night, so it was totally coincidence. My wife and I uh, put that on and and caught up with that. Uh, she had apparently seen it, and then and then because we had just finished watching all the Bond films, uh, she was like. Uh, you'll like this. It's fine. <laughs> they did, watch a, it they again. did do a good job of it. I, I, yeah. I, enjoy, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was, it yeah. was definitely far from a far from a convoluted plot. It was very, yeah, right. very simple plot, but yeah, great. Yeah. High, you know, quality, high body count. You know, action movie. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, like... and like impossible, impossible stunts where yeah he's flying through the sky uh, jumping out of planes that are half exploded and not a single piece of shrapnel yeah the train yeah that train scene got a little i was like wow most i was like the last like 40 seconds of the train scene was completely inside a computer someplace (laughs) oh the on the tram or yeah 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 yeah. yeah. where he's on top of the train and the car and the the audi and i was like oh geez yeah it's it's they did a fantastic job of it and um they did a great job of it well tgv did a video because ryan gosling i didn't realize this until watch tgv's video but he's an ambassador for tag okay i mean i knew i knew he was a watch guy but i didn't know he's specifically an ambassador okay yeah apparently he's a big watch guy yeah yeah um tgv actually did a good job of going through like some of his watch collection apparently he wears a vintage air king quite frequently which Mm -hmm. is quite small it's like a 36 Mm -hmm. i think or 34 but yeah um, and he was saying that did they pick the wrong watch because he wears a a, Hoy- a tag Hoya Carrera in there, which is a mm. it's it's a sports stroke dress watch. And I t- uh, TGV actually makes the argument they should have gone for the chronograph one because it's more spy like. But I think they picked the wrong watch altogether. They, uh, yeah. they could have gone with a tag, but I don't know why they didn't go with a because he's a, he's a. You know, this isn't a spoiler, but he's basically an international assassin, I would guess. Yeah, yeah, is his, that's is his a, yeah. job. That's his job, yeah. 
and he, yeah, he's doing all of these like action stunts and in and out of water and stuff and he's wearing a dress watch with a leather yeah a leather band and yeah the other thing i don't know if you noticed it seems to me it was more product placement because the watch doesn't serve a purpose he's not it's not counting anything down or he's not taming a bomb or he's not right right you know, he's not he's not giving it away to barter himself out of being kidnapped or something you know all these action movie cliches where the watch is part of the the yeah, film yeah this yeah. is it's actually quite hard to spot if you didn't it know is. what you were looking for yeah i i was i was keen as usual as watch nerd we are uh to 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 spot and i yeah up until this story i didn't i didn't know what it was and I, i'm with you i think it reads like a regular three-hand dress watch and I was kind of like, I saw a couple scenes and I was like, you know, looking, looking for a brand on the dial. And I was like, it doesn't, it kind of doesn't matter what brand it is, <laughs> you know? And he's going through, he's going to, through like different time zones every five minutes, isn't he? So maybe a GMT yeah. watch would I know. have done. Yeah, he's something like more beefy. jumping out of a plane, stuffed in a bag. He shows up in Prague. It's like, you know, the, the, the time change is just like not even marked. And, uh, yeah, the whole time I, I, and I thought they would maybe like at you know, at one point he has to like change outfits and, and I thought, you know, like, oh, okay, you know, we'll have, you know, have something else. And then, and then he's wearing this, you know, tracksuit with this, with this silver dress. Yeah. 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 With this like silver, silver dialed, uh, three hand dress watch on. And I'm like, okay. Uh, interesting choice. All right. So. Yeah, it's it's a real bizarre. I thought it was quite a bizarre choice, and and maybe they need to take a leaf out of whoever whoever the the team is at Hamilton that make mm-hmm. all their watch because Hamilton are like no, we're not just giving you a watch for this film. This watch has to be an integral part right. of the movie that right. it's in. Like yeah, it has to, right. Or uh, you know, yeah, like right. It has to be a character. So like I yeah, and here's the thing: it has to be a character. And if it's not going to be a character, then it has to function exactly like it would in in the character's life. And I'm telling you, if you have a uh, Dropbox in Prague with a backpack full of cash and passports, you're not keeping the same watch you have on your wrist. It doesn't drop that thing in the trash. Like you're off to you're off to your next hit. Like just get. You need to get rid of that thing. That anything that it would like personally identify you. Well, exactly. And he's also at one point he has the the sniper rifle, doesn't he? Or he's or he's looking through the scope of a gun and he's he's, de- he's stealth. And it strikes me that having a silver, highly <laughs> right. polished watch yes. on your wrist, yeah. might yeah. not be the best if you if you stealth yeah. or if you're trying yeah. to. Uh, aim I'm your sure. Rifle. I'm sure all of the uh, marine snipers watching that were like, "What? What are you doing?" <laughs> what what why would you you need to no get yourself a g-shock man what are you doing <laughs> well exactly and there's a whole that's why i think the you know the jack the blacked out hamiltons that they use in jack ryan and stuff like that are really and, cool but yeah I, I thought i was hoping they bigged it up didn't they i was hoping it was going to be more of a character yeah and, and going back to your original point i, I like your I, like tag is three companies that you know that can't quite figure out what they want to do but but they have a like super G-Shock looking sports watch collection that would that would totally been fine. And they could they could have put a tag on his wrist and it, it would have been like 
even even some of the carbon motorsport stuff would have been okay or a you tag know. connected yeah yeah exactly so yeah big i yeah i agree i agree kind of a miss because at the end of the film you know i don't like unlike it being a character you get to the end of the film and like if somebody said like you know oh i want to get it like no one said oh i want to get the watch that he's wearing like no i would never say that whereas like daniel craig it's like i might put a bid in for his actual watch <laughs> yeah oh 100 percent. and this I, I knew a sales manager who had this watch it looked great on him but it is a it's a classic sales sales manager's watch. oh yeah it's, it's, it, yeah this it, is right yeah on it like unobtrusive i just want like i enjoy the tag brand and you know i want a a clean you know the, the clean three-hander like uh not not you know like i guess dress but like that like business watch you know like for for everyday business watch it's a great film if you've not seen it it's on netflix so it's free but is there anything Oh well, we uh, I don't know if you caught uh, Teddy's. Uh, we 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 were we made a great list of uh, of YouTubers that we watched. So uh, I just caught one from Teddy Balbasar about a uh, X thousand dollar. I think it was nine thousand dollar watch collection. Mm. That you know he he did a video on how to put together a nine thousand dollar watch collection, and it sort of struck me. It, because I don't think people should collect that way. No, I, I've never collected. I've never saved up money thinking I would buy multiple watches with it. I've always saved the money for a, for a, a specific one yeah. watch. Yeah. But he's saying basically, oh, if you had nine thousand yeah. dollars, this is available in my store. This right. is the yeah. This oh is yeah. The- well, of course, yes, but. Yeah, like this is the like this is the and and of course some of them were you know one watch so it was like oh do it your do everything okay and then it was like a the three watch where you know a dress watch a sports watch a dive watch sort of that I'll say the word trope I'll say trope <laughs> because because I can uh, and it uh, yeah I kind of I was like eh, do do you really collect like that and it makes me think of Tyler Durden in Fight Club like making making all of the correct purchases like he's like he's got the Fernie couch and he's like I got that couch figured out. And so, like, he's got the couch and all the accessories, and he's like, he doesn't need anything else because he's got all of the perfect collection of stuff. And, like, everything about that makes me want to destroy it because that's not how you should. I, like, I don't collect watches this way. I don't think anyone should collect watches this way where you're just like, all right. So, uh, yeah, I got into watches and I saved up $9,000 and then I bought a JLC, a Seiko SKX, and a Hamilton. And, and now I'm done. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, uh, okay. All right. It kind of made me, kind of made me do a double take. I did, I've never done a video like that. I think I did one for, what would I buy if I had four hundred dollars? Because somebody at work asked me. I think I might have even removed the video yeah. now because again, like for I'd... one watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then I think I did one where it was three watches for four hundred dollars, but it was so long ago. I think I might have even de- delisted it now because yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy those type of videos where it's yeah, it's sort of painted by numbers, isn't it? Yeah, and and we, you know, and the it it brings up another 
sort of part of watch collecting where I people sometimes feel the need and you mentioned paint by numbers like some, sometimes feel the need to fill out all the categories as if you know that as if there's like happiness at the end of the rainbow and and both you know both of us are here to tell you there this is not how this is not how this works like like if you are if you love the details of a particular watch and you're drawn to it and wearing it you feel like it says something about you um that's a hit if you go to the watch box and you're just like you're like okay i've got one dress watch check i've got one dive watch check i've got one everyday watch or i've got one simple business watch or sports watch or whatever you know these cat these category buckets and occasionally you like you'll see it on you'll see them come up on you know reddit or instagram and and you like i almost feel bad cuz i'm like i know that four of those eight watches are just not getting worn and then it, and then it makes me feel sad cuz then i'm like we buy i buy watches to wear them yeah no and i so, totally get it so so yeah, so uh, interesting sort of uh, you know like to put together a collection. I, I don't know. I think I would do that with clothing, but I don't think I would do that with watches. Yeah, you find that, don't you? That people, yeah. So I've seen videos where they put together a watch collection as if they would put oh, and then if you're wearing this, you right. need this. But as long as it doesn't look totally gaudy uh, you know you're not wearing a g-shock with a tuxedo i think you can get away with a there's a there's a wide variance there isn't there of watches right that you can wear yeah exactly some. well chris thanks for that it's been a really interesting show as always we appreciate you listening and we'll see you next time on casual watch talk thanks guys bye